Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Pulp Hockey Show with Ray Ferraro and Steve Mathis. Support the show by clicking the Amazon banner on PulpHockey.com before shopping. Follow the show on Twitter at Pulp Hockey. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Stitcher or your favorite podcast app. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Pulp Hockey Podcast with Ray Ferraro. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, love to have you guys along, and uh, we're going to be here each and every week talking hockey, talking NHL, and uh, whatever else is on uh, on Ray, Ray's mind. Uh, get it on iTunes, get it on Stitcher, get it on any app that uh, podcasts can get from, or pulphockey.com website as well. Subscribe, mention, uh, leave us a review, uh, hit us up on Twitter, at Pulp Hockey. Uh, anything else on your mind, let us know, please. Uh, love to uh, hear from you guys, and thanks for all the nice notes that were back from, uh, from a, a summer hiatus. Thanks again. Appreciate it. I'm Steve Mathis. With me on the line, former NHLer for a long, long time, turned TSN analyst as well as NBC Sports too in the playoffs. Ray Ferraro, what's up, Ray? How are you? I'm good. We uh, had a soccer weekend. Kids play soccer, play a lot, and um, so we're we've been at the pitch yeah. for the weekend. Ah, uh, true. And, yeah. And so now I'm, uh, you know, now it's just about um, you know taking taking advantage of the last free time that. I'm gonna get, and then uh, you know we start we start running pretty hard here. Quick, I got two games next week, and um, and then you know the following week the season gets yeah. going. Went down to watch the Vegas Golden Knights practice today for a little bit. I couldn't tell for sure, Ray, but I think Gerard Gallant was using a wooden stick. Couldn't tell for sure. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, okay. I don't. I'd like to know. I don't. I'd like to know where he would have gotten one. <laughs> but. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, people wouldn't know, you know, a lot of people won't know Gerard as a player, but yeah. you know, him and he played on Steve Eiserman's left wing. They were uh they were running mates for quite a few seasons. Gerard was a tough, tough guy. Yeah. And um, you know, he's uh I thought he did a really good job as the head coach in Florida and um and now he's got another opportunity in Vegas and what the people will see in Vegas is he's a superb person. Mm-hmm. Um he's a good coach. Uh, players will like playing for him, and um, and I was happy to see him get another chance. They were doing their uh, breakouts. I watched a lot of breakouts uh, in both oh, ends. Oh, yeah, they yeah. all look the same, but it's funny. You know, you practice them over and over and uh-huh. over and over, and then the game starts, and somebody on the other team stands where they're not supposed to, and it's chaos, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You're like, wait a minute. And, and also, so uh, that, that's why you do it, I guess. And also, too, again, this is just a, a brief uh, snapshot of, I don't know if I've ever watched a team practice up close like an NHL team, and, and you have eight million times. Um, it looked like various degrees of effort from the goalies. I don't know. I mean, is that that's normal? Like, um, well, it depends. Yeah. I mean, okay, they're not going to be diving around on a third rebound. They're like, yeah, you know, that's right. not going to happen in yeah. a game. And there's a lot of you know, a lot of times a guy will, you know, shoot the puck and uh, he takes you know two seconds to shoot it. Well, in a game, you get. Mm-hmm. A tenth of a second, so that's not really helping the goalies at all. Um, but when you're shooting, you don't really care about the goalies, to be honest with you. And uh, and and again, up close, again, you see these guys. You, see, you know, you watch the warm up. Uh, you watch them in games. When you when you're down on the ice level, you watch these guys. Like I watch David Perron make like three or four moves, and I'm just like, holy crap! 
You know what I mean? And 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 he's a good player, but you know he's well. The, here's the thing: Perron's a very good player, but um, just think of the separation yeah. from David Perron <laughs> to the great players. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Perron right. is is talented and skilled, and he can shoot. And and then you get to to some other people, and you're like, oh my god, that looks completely different. <laughs> right. And the, you know the the fact is the you, know, you could say in any sport, like why does why do some quarter? Why does Tom Brady, or why is Tom Brady able to find a receiver when everybody else panics mm-hmm. and throws the ball away? Why can Steph Curry stand there yeah. and find a spot to shoot it from? Like all the other guys are in the NBA or the NFL, why can't they do that? It's because yep. the greats of the greats are are at a different level. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, look how good this guy is. Look, watch him do these these drills. Watch him come in. Watch him deflect a puck. Watch him pick a corner, and then you're like, yeah, he's just an okay player in the league. Like he's good, yeah. but it's crazy. It, the, <laughs> right. the league is. You know, continues to get more and more skilled. It's really, really quite impressive. Uh, absolutely. Um, before we get into the uh, Eastern Conference, we did profiled Western Conference. I watched a couple games the other day, the last couple of days, Ray. And you yourself, uh, in your prime, well-established NHLer, uh, 25, 30 goal man. How much effort are these guys, these established guys, how much effort are you putting in an exhibition game? Um... I'd say probably about eighty percent. Okay, all right. And you know, you're you might find you might be working on something. You might be, you know, trying to do something a little different. Um, you might be trying out new sticks. Okay. Um, you know, like when I was at a point that I was was not worried about my employment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I well, the reason I can say eighty percent is that you, for example, you chase a puck to a point, and then you'd go, no, nah, I'm not going to get hit there. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. You're just like, I'm yeah. going to get hit yeah. a thousand times this year. I don't, I don't need to be hit now. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, you know, you're, you're getting yourself in game, game shape. You're getting yourself sharp against competition, um, but you're not going to put yourself in a position to, you know, to, yeah. to get hurt or to take an extra hit. Yeah. or there's, there's just no point to it. Now, for some guys... Um, you know, this is it. I mean, they, yeah. they have to. They have to lay it out there and because they want to get to October the 7th. I imagine if you were the veteran and the guy was doing that, you're like, oh, God, this guy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, you you yeah. know, like you'll take <laughs> very, you know, I would take notice when I was playing against a young guy or a vet. Yeah. And um, I would know that the young guy is not going to slow down. Yeah. yeah. The older guy, you know, most of them – Everybody kind of gets it. We're like we're trying to yeah. trying to get ourselves into shape here, and you would say to like I would say to someone or someone would say to me, "Don't be an a hole here." Right? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right? Yeah. And so that 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 happens yeah. frequently. Yeah, I just I just wonder, you know, if you're one of these guys whose team spot on the team is assured. You know, you're, yeah, you're just like, hey, I'm gonna just get my you know get my legs underneath me, trying some things and. But but but, yeah. but and, then, I'm not, and then you got some young guy that's yeah. playing for his life and he steamrolls you and you're like, uh oh, that yeah. hurt. I better wake up. Yeah, like if the pass isn't on my stick and there's a D a man there, I'm not reaching for it because you know no, you're just yeah. you're you're smart enough to know when you need to to kick your effort up, but you can't go and play at fifty percent and not pay attention because you're gonna get hurt. Yeah. Because not everybody else is playing it for shits and giggles. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So right. you, you have to pay attention. 
Uh, all right, um, let's get into the preview of the season. The season's starting uh, next week, and uh, exciting times for sure. Uh, my Leafs open up in Winnipeg, so uh, I wish I could be there for that day. And it's on my birthday, too. What a, what a special day that would be. It would be great to be there, right? You should fly up for your birthday. Um, yeah, uh, that's okay. All right, let's get into it. Uh, so uh, let's start with Washington. Let's start Metro Division, Eastern Conference Metro Division. Washington Capitals, they, they lost some guys. Uh, Alzer, Schmidt, Shattenkirk, all gone, among others. Um, and almost, Ray, like we say this every year, they might, they probably will take a step back in the regular season this year, but it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Can they break through? Well, it does matter for them this year a little bit. Now, okay. you mentioned Carl Alsner and Nate Schmidt uh, and Kevin Shattenkirk, so that's three of their top seven defensemen. Yep. That's a big deal. And they didn't go out and sign anybody to replace them. They've got a bunch of young kids that they're going to look at and give them the opportunity to fill a spot and to – you know, and to carry a spot. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe when it gets down to waivers towards the end of training camp, if somebody goes on waivers and one of these kids isn't ready, then they'll, you know, then they'll go ahead and maybe pick somebody up. But they have a young defenseman, Christian Youth. Uh, he's a European guy. His spell is named DJOOS. He had 13 goals in the American League uh, last year. Um, he has been very good in camp. Mm-hmm. They think he's going to be one of their guys. Um, uh, their first-round pick of a couple of years ago, uh, Madison Bowie, uh, played on Canada's national junior team a couple of years ago. He's a good player. He's been in the American League. He'll likely get an opportunity. They also lost up front. Marcus Johansson was traded to New Jersey in a salary cap deal because mm-hmm. they just got a draft pick back. And Justin Williams left as a free agent. So yep. there's a lot of change, but I think you would be foolish to look past, past Washington as a team that that can't compete. Yeah. Um, window's you know, still I, open then in your house. Yeah. Yep. They, it's, it's not the same window, but it is, it's maybe <laughs> it's, like a side window. Right. So they were third in the league in goals for. They were first in goals against. Um, their penalty killing was seventh. Their power play was fourth. Even with those deletions, I think they should be able to keep that stuff in the top ten. They got a very good goaltender in Braden Holtby. Um, Andre Barakowski is going to be a, a really important player for them. He was on their third line last year with Johansson leaving. He'll elevate into the top six, and this will be a real good opportunity for him. But then you get down, you know, you get to the big guys, Nick Backstrom mm-hmm. and Ovechkin, and uh, Ovechkin apparently is a few pounds lighter. I thought he had. He had gotten too heavy, um, so we'll we'll see. I mean, um, if those big guys don't play and don't yeah. produce, they don't have a chance. But I wouldn't look past Washington uh, very easily. You uh, you said that about Ovechkin, you know, after the Game Seven loss to Pittsburgh last year on this show. You said uh, you know lose a few pounds, get faster, get lighter. Brian McClellan, the GM, came out and kind of said that same thing. No doubt he's a listener, right? I'm sure. But uh, McClellan said, yeah. "Hey, yeah, I'd like to see him, you know, get a little faster." Um, so yeah, I was interested. So he has well, done it. We'll a little find bit. out in a hurry, right? Yeah, like, right. Sure. You know what I've read is he's down five or six pounds. Um, you know he's two hundred and thirty-five pounds. He's a mm-hmm. big, big man. And so 
he could easily shed 10 and it wouldn't have affected him. We'll see if six makes a difference. It, it might. Yep. You never know. And so we'll see. But the game's getting quicker, and, and it would be helpful for him to be, a, in my opinion, a, a little lighter. When I look at those losses, it looks like they've lost a lot you know, off their team. But then I think back, Ray, how many great teams, and, and Caps certainly are one of them, how many teams from the Islanders to the Red Wings to the Oilers, it's not exactly the same, but we see a lot of great teams lose or get their heart broken before they get over the hump. Now, this is a little different because they never got to a cup final like some of those other teams I mentioned, and they took some losses, which those other teams really never did, you know? But it, you'd see in NHL history that this could be a year when you write them off, quote-unquote, and now they break through. Yeah, they could. You I know? mean, for sure they could. They had 55 wins last year. Right. But they are going to be different. Um my feeling was last year was really their year. For all of those things you just talked about, that added up for last year. Yes, right, right. Yeah. It doesn't quite add up this year. Yep. But I wouldn't look past them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, uh, let's go to Pittsburgh. You're defending Stanley Cup champions. Uh, they lost Bonino, Kunitz. Uh, of course, Marc-Andre Fleury is over in Vegas now. But they got uh, Sydney and Malkin. Uh, Jake Gunsel should be very good. Um, Latang is cleared, ready to go, and they got Phil. <laughs> so, what do you make? Well, they they you know Ron Hainsey left. They added Matt Hunwick, mm-hmm. so that's kind of a swap of older guys on the blue line. They brought in Ryan Reeves to they feel help keep a little bit of order from St. Louis. They traded a first round pick for yeah, him. What do you think of that? That's know. a high price. Uh, I think Reeves is good. Yeah, I think he's good at what he does. Um, had an excellent year in St. Louis, but they they paid a pretty hefty price. And then with Flurry gone, they brought in Anti Niemi as the backup. And eesh, I hope, you know, for their sake, he he better not have to play more than twenty games. Mm-hmm. You know, he sees. It seems like he's lost a little off his fastball. Um, now Matt Murray's had a got two Stanley Cups. But he's never been the guy. He's never not yep. had Mark Andre Fleury there. And every goalie I talked to said that's a big difference. A big difference, difference. rather. Okay. When you have a crappy game and you've got to go in the next night too. Because I'd be shocked if Niemi's a guy they can ever find they can lean on for a while. Um, you know, the losses up front of Benino, Cullen, and Kunitz, and then Daly and Hainsey on the blue line and Fleury, that's – that's a third of the guys that were that were dressed in the you know when they won the Stanley Cup. Yep, that's that's a lot. And so um, you know we'll see if if Phil is a passenger or a player. Um, you know in the playoffs I thought he was really quite inconsequential mm-hmm. for most of the playoffs. The year before he was fabulous, right? Yeah. Outstanding. And now we'll see if if he can get it back a bit. You know, and um, Pitt's really done well identifying college players uh, that might look a little small or might look like they just have a tiny role, and they've really excelled in Pittsburgh. And you mentioned Jake Gensel, but there's also uh, Brian Rust and Connor Sheary, and um, they, you know, they've got a yeah. couple of young college free agents that they're very high on. Um, you know, with Motang, uh, you know, the, the tricks to say stay healthy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, him and him and Malkin have had injury problems. Malkin hasn't played uh, 70 games in five years. So, you know, the two of those guys are critical, and of course you've got Sid. You know, it's a very, very good team. Um, What do you make of, and maybe this is all just a media creation, Mike Sullivan 
flew up to meet with Phil or something? What was uh, what was that all about? Or oh, I'm sure. He, I mean, I don't know. Okay. I wasn't there, but I would fly up there and say, "Hey, Phil, we need you to play, man." Yeah, yeah. You know, like you go up to where he's from. You in a relaxed atmosphere in the summer. You. It's not like you're going up there to, you know, to kick anybody in the shins. Right. But, you know, you got to make him aware that we need more than you gave last year. Yeah, that should be interesting to see because he's he's had two years there, one one good year, uh, one great playoff, like you mentioned, and, and last year was sort of so so. So it should be uh, interesting to see. Um, all right, uh, Rangers. Um, Henrik Lundqvist. So-so last year, getting older. Uh, Rick Nash is in his uh, UFA year, which means to me that maybe, I don't know, he, he, I mean, he seems like a, an, a, an, an effort kind of guy, but a lot of times guys who are going to UFA, you know, have good seasons. Um, and then after that, man, uh, Zibanejad will score for them. Kevin Hayes, what do you make of them? Team has been transitioning over the last couple of years. You know they've been moving some pieces out and bringing some younger players in. Uh, they traded Derek Stepan to Arizona. Um, you know, and um, you know, so that's a hole out of a center position that isn't super deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zabanajad, they've you know they've signed to a long extension, and um, you know he's a bit of an enigma. He's uh, he mixes some really terrific play with some pretty indifferent nights. And um, you know they need he's he's in an age where he's got to grow past that. Uh, looks like they're going to play Kevin or um, they're going to play JT Miller at center. Okay. And um, so that gives them Zabanajad, Hayes, and Miller up the middle of the ice. Um, they've got a couple of young guys that they really like. Uh, Pavel Buchnevich came late up in the year, and um, to me, he looks like a player. I I like him a lot. Uh, Chris Kreider had 28 goals last year. Um, they want. A little more consistency from him. He's a, the guy's a machine. He's a horse, and they'll need that. Uh, they brought they brought in Brendan Smith in a trade last year. They re-signed him. He seems to fit well in New York. They signed mm-hmm. Shattenkirk uh, as a free agent, and and then they got Andre Pavlik uh, as a backup as anti anti Rant yeah. is gone. So um, again, I you know a few questions with the Rangers to see, but Alain Vigneault is an excellent coach. I. I think they'll be in the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference again. You do, huh? Okay. Yep. I was thinking a drop-off from them in my mind a little bit. Just... Well, they're not going to miss the playoffs. No, 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 not that. But um... So, you know, that's that's where I, I don't think so, and that's where I see them. Uh, Zuccarello's a, a, a night. Every time I turn on a Ranger game, I like Matt Zuccarello. I just like, I like him as a player. Awesome. Right? He... he works his ass off. Yeah. He's talented. He's a little mean. He's a little... He's a little tiny guy, but man, he backs down to nobody. I, I like him a lot. He reminds me of a poor man's Marty St. Louis. Do you agree? Yeah, almost identical. Right. Like same, a, you know, same size, same build. Right. Um, stocky, uh, feisty. I, uh, yeah, I think he's a terrific player. He's, in my opinion, he's, he's their best player. Um, yeah, yeah. Their best forward, anyway. Yeah. And what do you think about Nash? I brought up Nick Nash, Rick Nash, a contract here. Um, you know, again, he's not a, like one of those guys that, oh, I'm not going to try because I have a big deal. But No, you know what? The, Rick Nash has um, been much maligned because I think people have always expected a little more from him. Mm-hmm. Man, that guy tries hard. He works hard. He's, he does what his team asks him to do. They'd like him to score a little more. He goes through some long droughts. Uh-huh. Um, they don't have to worry about his effort, though. But he's just, you know, he's he's a little longer in the tooth. And, yeah. 
um, but they, you know, they need him to be at least somewhat productive. Uh, well, yeah, well, I guess we'll see. All right, uh, Columbus. Um, what a season they had last year. The last time Bobrovsky was out of his mind, uh, the next year he ran into injury problems and wasn't as good. So we'll see what happens now. Uh, that's the last time he won the Vesna. Uh, Panarin's on there, as we talked about with Brandon Saad, traded there. Um, Pierre-Luc Dubois is there waiting on him. I, we'll see if he can make the team as a winger. I don't know how the camp's going. And and then there's the John Tortorella factor of if he's wearing on these guys. Um, hard to see them, Ray, repeating what they did, but they're a good team. Yeah, 50 wins might be a little high for them, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think they're a playoff team. Um, They're hard to play against. Um, Zach Wierenski is a star in waiting. He is just an outstanding player. He went in his draft here after Noah Hannafin. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of hype about Noah Hannafin, and uh, I was told in, like, December, um, the guy with the best upside, the biggest upside here is Hannafin, or is, uh, is Wierenski. Wierenski, yeah. Uh, Wierenski's got more offense to his game than Hannafin. Um, he anchors that Columbus blue line, he and Seth Jones, two young guys who are very, very good. Um, I, I like their team. They, they don't score easily. You know, they're, um, even though they were sixth in the NHL in goals, it's a lot of work for them to score. Uh, maybe Panarin changes that a little bit for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan Murray, you you look at his draft status, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. I guess is he is he he's overshadowed by you know Wierenski and, and Jones. And no, he's had terrible injury problems. Yeah. Um, the thing with the draft is, you know, Murray went second. Yep. And you know you carry that around forever, but after a while, you got to just say, well, whatever. He was All the right. second pick. He's now just a player. And Yakubov went and, first. You know, so maybe it's just that right. year. Right, it was just could have been. Well, I think yeah. I believe that was the year Morgan Riley went fifth. Yep, yep. And so at the time, Brian Burke said, "We think we got the best player in in the draft." And everybody went, "Yeah, yeah, good one, Brian." <laughs> well, maybe they did. <laughs> maybe they did. Right. Um, yeah, looking at uh, I was looking at the Athletic about the the Blue Jackets, and since uh, since twenty two thousand seven two thousand eight, uh, as a teenager, as somebody who's yet to reach twenty, Zach Wierenski had the best season as far as uh, Corsi goes. Um, than, yeah, I think the kid's yeah, terrific. Better than Ekblad, Tyler Myers. So, uh, again, playing in Columbus, you get a little overshadowed, right? Um, I guess this goes for every team, Ray, uh, that we talk about, but Borowski's got to be the key, right? I mean, he played so well last year. Well, he year. is, and yeah. you know, last year he had, he had dropped 17 pounds prior to the season. Uh, try and take, you know, obviously weight off his body, which is less strain on his groins and hips. He'd it, that were that's where his injury problems were. He was healthy and terrific. Um, they traded Anton Forsberg uh, to Chicago in the Saad deal. So there's no question, I guess, about yeah. their their backups. But you know, you, you can't expect the Bobrovsky to play 70 games. They need you need 20 games out of your backup. Um. Okay, let's go to the Islanders. Javi uh, C. Tavares is going to be. I'm going to ask you 60 times about Tavares coming to the Leafs probably this year. You know? Um, yeah, but but I mean that would just be a stupid question 50 times. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm actually. How can he go to the Leafs, Steve? Well, I'm just. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they can't. They have no money. They have no spot for him. No, there's yeah. no way they can do it. No, there is none. Zero. Tavares is not going to the Leafs. 
Does he stay? Does he stay or does he does he go? He's well, he's not staying until unless they got the building sorted out. Okay. I mean, I don't know that, but I think yep. he'd be crazy. And the last time and play in four different buildings before he, <laughs> they get to a new one. Like, why would you want to do that? Yeah. Especially when you have the options that he would have. So the building, his contract. Yep. I mean that that all ties into the future. Um, it, they pretty much return the same team. At, you know, I think Matthew Barzell, their first rounder from twenty fifteen sixteen. Maybe I can't remember which one. Um, uh, I think he he'll probably get a shot to stay. They traded for Jordan Everly, traded Ryan Strom for him. So Everly, who will get a little bit of a revival and a kick of adrenaline playing on Tavares's right wing, we'll sure. see if if that works. Um, the team seems like a bit of a high wire act to me. Like they play fast and erratic and, you know, it looks like one foot could fall off the wire at any time. Um, last year they sent Yarrow Halak to the minors. They are having all kinds of problems. He wasn't happy with the three goalies. And yeah. so they sent him down and then they called him back up uh, towards the end of the year. And he was, it was great. He was outstanding. So, <laughs> yeah. Thomas Grice and Yarrow Halak are the goalies, and Halak's had an excellent start to camp too. So, um, I I think um, if if they can cut, I don't know, fifteen or eighteen goals off their goals against, I think they they can be a playoff team again. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't I don't mind them. Uh, Josh Hosang is a real interesting guy. Uh, Andrew Ladd had an awful start last year. I expect him to be a little better out of the gate this year. It's been couple years in a row when he's been really slow and then finished up near 25 to 30 goals. Uh, do you, uh, do you see a Calder trophy for Josh Hosang? Do you see him in the, in the race? Oh, that's, geez, that's hard to say. I mean, yeah. skill wise. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't know that there's any guys that really pop into me like, you know, McDavid's or Matthews or right, things right. like that. Sure. But yeah, sure. He yeah. could, he could be there. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. The latest on the arena thing I saw, uh, AEG has something going on at Belmont Park, I believe, which is a racetrack. On the, yeah, on the Belmont's island. a racetrack. Yeah, and apparently that's a spot. And there's going to be the a... thing is, so say they sign a deal. What's yeah. it going to be, two years? Yeah, well, how fast? Right. How, arenas yeah, how, take a while. Yeah, it's not like you're building a, a tent. <laughs> right. So, yeah. you know, that's all stuff that's got to be sorted out. Um, and, um, you know, Tavares is not made any indication other than saying, yes, I would like to stay. I, I mean, he needs more information. Yeah, no, absolutely. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. And I want to see the Eberle for Strom. I want to see – I'm interested in this trade because on paper, Eberle wins and, or the Islanders win for getting Eberle, and he's highly skilled. He had a bad year last year. Uh, but that Strom kid could turn out to be, you know, pretty good. I mean, you know. Well, he could. I mean, he's been highly erratic. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I don't – I don't know that you can just because we know Eberle's name better and he's been around more and right. he's had more points. I don't know that we can necessarily say they win the deal because there are cap considerations in that deal too. True. And so the Islanders got a player that they wanted, and the Oilers got a little bit of flexibility with their salary cap too. Uh, the sneaky good team of the year, according to pundits, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, a good back end. Um, they got Justin Williams coming back home. Scott Darling is their new number one. Cam Ward is now the backup over there. Um, um, what do you think, Carolina Hurricanes? I think they're a playoff team if Steve De- if if um, 
if Darling is a, a number one goaltender. Yep. And if he's a mediocre number one, then they're going to have trouble. But uh, they finished with 87 points last year, and they put on a tremendous last two months. Um, very, very good defense. Uh, Pesci and Slavin are outstanding, uh, underrated. Yeah. Defenseman Justin Falk is is really very good as well. Then you'd have Hannafin. They're young. They, you know, Sebastian Ajo was terrific last year mm-hmm. um, in his first year. They're they're fast, young, aggressive. Yep. Jordan we'll see. Jordan Stahl was was okay. He had an, a little bit of a yeah. rebound. So, but we'll see. Like I mean, a lot of it will hang on Darling. Yep. Uh, yeah, and Jacob Slavin. From I read something uh, last season, late last year, they're like he's the best guy. You know, he's not as well known as Hannafin or, or Falk. He's the best defenseman on the team. And I'm like, what? Really? Okay. Yeah. He's, I, I just don't know much about him, right? To be honest, he's a great skater. Um, there's some offense there. Um, you know, he can mm-hmm. he can shoot the puck. Uh, although he's not a he's not a dangerous race up the ice defenseman. Um, I like him a lot. I, they've done a terrific job in Carolina. They're a little bit like Winnipeg to me in that they've got a lot of young prospects, but now it's time. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. okay, enough waiting around here. These right. guys got to play. Is there going to is it going to be weird with Cam Ward being a backup and just being a veteran guy? I guess that just all goes on him accepting that role, right? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, weird. No, no. Uh, they, it's not like they don't don't communicate it to him. It, yeah. And he's not dumb. I mean, they they sign a goalie, and they sign him to, um, you know, to come in and play. They didn't come. They didn't sign Darling to come in and back up. Yep. Yeah. So that's all laid out ahead of time and everything. So well, it, yeah. You know, I mean, they go and sign him, and then they, you know, they talk to. Uh, um, talk to Ward, and they have that discussion that you know, okay, we're you know we just signed this guy. If you want to, if you want to come back, it's going to be in a role that's much different than mm-hmm. than what you've seen. Uh, next up, Philadelphia Flyers, run by your buddy Ron Hextall. Uh, slow and steady build, a step back last year a little bit. Uh, Brian Elliott is now the goalie. It got Ray. When when is Philly going to just? Get a goalie. It's been so well, long. <laughs> well, what do you? Yeah, I mean, you can't just go make one up. No, I know. I just they've been like so. Where are you, where are you going to find them? Like if if somebody has a goalie, they're not they're not going to give them to you. So you're you're stuck, right? Like you're yeah. You've got to you, you know you obviously it's not like they're. Um, but I look at even like I look at Edmonton getting Talbot and and uh, San Jose getting Martin Jones, and I guess they've tried. You know, but yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're not. They're not. They're not super happy with their. You know, I'm, I'm sure they look at their goaltending and go, "Gee, we have a lot of times the pucks in our net way too often." Uh huh. You know, so I, I would, I would say that, you know, like, sure, we want to improve our our goaltending. That's a focus for them, but it's a lot easier to say than to do. Yep. Like you just. Yep. If if a team has. Um, has a goalie, they're not going to give them up. Like they're, they were not um, going to go and um, and give up uh, a first round pick for yeah. Antti Ranta. Like yeah. that, that wasn't going to happen. Right now, Elliot seems to be a you know a, a two or a one B guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. I think that would be kind of the 
you know, the position I would, I yeah. would think he's in. Yeah. Michael Neuvirth had two knee, knee surgeries last year, had the worst save percentage of his career at 89%. Like, can he rebound? I, 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 obviously, they feel he can. Mm-hmm. The strength of the Flyers is on their blue line with their young guys. They have a bucket load of young defensemen. Um, Sam Moran is a first-rounder a couple years ago. He's probably right on the bubble. Uh, Robert Hogg is a defenseman, a Swedish guy. He is really close. Um, they've got Gostas Bear. Um, they have uh, um, Provorov. You know, Provorov, who yep. is, is 20. Yep. I mean, those are just a boatload of young guys up front. You know they need uh, they need a rebound from from Claude Giroux, mm-hmm. um, Nolan Patrick. I mean he's a rookie, and what can he be? I mean he missed most of last year, and yeah. you know like what can he be? I you know they don't know, um, but they're they're moving forward for sure. Like there there's no question about it. Like they were you know just short of ninety points last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going it's slow, I know, but. They're not trading away their young guys for old guys. That's not going to happen under Hextel. Do you think Patrick makes a team, or do you think another year back at back at Brandon? No, I, I think he makes a team, and then they'll evaluate him for through that first portion of the season and yep. and um, see what they have. Okay. Um, yeah, it seems like they're doing the right thing, though, right? Hextel seems like he knows what he's doing. I, I think, anyway. Well, I mean, he learned and sat with Dean Lombardi, yep. and Lombardi did it was slow. And it was methodical, and that's the way Hexy is too. Uh, all right. Um, well, yeah, I asked you last year about getting him on our show, and you're like, Hex, Hextall's not coming on. He's not going to talk about it. Right. <laughs> Just leave us, leave us alone. He's in Philly. He's going to build the team and, and leave him alone. Um, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yep. Which, which goes with his coach choice out of the blue when he picked him, you know, Dave Hextall. Well, he knows. Yeah. Has known Dave Haxtell for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Ron's son played for him at Notre Dame, or North Dakota, so he's known known him a long time. And then you know you go interview him, and he obviously had a strong feeling about him. But it's his third year, and it's time yep. you know it's time to to make a little bit of a climb. Uh, New Jersey Devils, uh, of course, uh, not a good year last year. They did get Nico Hisher Hishire. Hisher? I always Hisher Hisher. Uh, Taylor Hall, Kyle uh, Palomari. Uh, Drew Stafford. How did you just say his name? Kyle Palmieri? Palmieri. How did you just say that? Palmieri. (laughs) Yeah, well, wake up, would you? They also signed Will Butcher, um, who's a free agent defenseman from the University of Denver. He was uh, uh, drafted uh, by Colorado, decided not to sign, waited until August 15th. There was a bunch of teams wooing him, and he ended up signing with New Jersey. They made the trade for Marcus Johansson. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to play him at center. it looks like between Taylor Hall and and Paul Mary, and that's where Travis Zajac would normally be, but he tore a pec muscle training. Yeah, and so he's out till after Christmas. Um, you know, they got his year, and um, they look like they're putting some young pieces together there. Um, but again, it's it's slow because they're trying to do it internally. Right. They're trying to get more and more young guys into the lineup that they drafted. Hell, they scored. 180 goals. They were 28th in goals for. They were also 24th in goals against. So what's a good year for them? Can they score 25 more goals? Can they cut off 25 Mm -hmm. goals? If they can do that, then you start to see some real improvement. And Corey Schneider didn't have a great year last year by everything that I heard and read. Uh, Normally, though, a very, very good goalie. 
So Yeah, he didn't have a great year. I think there's a, a stress on Schneider that we don't score at all, so i got to be perfect. You give up one, you can spring a leak, now you give up three. And, um, you know, as the team improves, I think he'll – feel a little less pressure to be perfect every night. Mm-hmm. One thing we should talk about uh, is Brian Boyle was diagnosed with a form of cancer this past week. Um, one, of the, one of the game's most popular players. Mm-hmm. Um, they say you can treat it through uh, one pill a day medication. Yeah. Um, and so just wishing him all the best. Yeah, a little bit like Jason Blake when, when he was on the Absolutely. Leafs. Yeah, same thing. Uh, and yeah, you're right about that. Everybody does seem to love Brian Boyle around the game. He's a terrific guy. He... Uh, you know, he's um, just had a new baby with his wife and their second, and you know, and now he's got this diagnosis, and just hope that everything is um, is under control for him. Absolutely, um, Paul Pocky podcast with Ray Ferraro from TSN. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, one more division to go, but first, uh, AllPointsInsurance.ca, All Points Marine, uh, All Risk Agreed Value Protection, and uh, claims paid without de- depreciation. $5,000 personal effects coverage, winterization, freezing, and all that on your marine. Uh, with such a limited time to enjoy your watercraft, don't waste any of it worrying about how to protect it. So please check out allpointsinsurance.ca for our Canadian listeners. Appreciate that. Um, all right, let's get into the uh, Atlantic Division, Ray, and we'll start with my Toronto Maple Leafs, I guess. Um, the uh, the dark cloud has lifted Ray on the Leafs, and things are looking good. They might even have too many forwards at this point. Uh, Freddie Anderson, of course, uh, is a key. Patrick Marlowe is on the team. He was a big free agent ad. Um, uh, this is great. We're all things are on course here. It, everything looks terrific. Now you got to go play. Yeah, you know, I mean, right. there's there's um, a real positivity around the Leafs, and I would say Edmonton the same. Like mm-hmm. you know, they're after years of not being very good, now it just seems like success is right around the corner. Um, I would call them a high-event team. You know, they, they score a lot. They give up a lot. Um, you know, that, the giving up part's got to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they add, they add uh, Marlow, um, but they also added some young defensemen from Sweden, Kelly Rosen um, and Kelly um, uh, Bergman. Borgman, rather. Borgman's a real physical guy. He'll probably start in the American League. I like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rosen is probably going to be in the top six. Um, you know, can he come in and make the same in- impact that Nikita Zaitsev had? You know, nobody really knew Zaitsev. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, he ended up signing a seven-year extension. Now, um, Rosen's a little older, like Zaitsev was. Um, so they're looking to improve their defense. Um you know, they got JVR and Bozak mm-hmm. and Komarov are in the last year of their contracts. Yep. Um, they're, they're a very good, very deep team up front. They have zero depth in goal, which is a concern. If, mm-hmm. if Anderson gets hurt, they're going to have to make a move. And then on defense, they've got, you know, Riley, Mark, uh, Riley will play with Hainsey, mm-hmm. and then Gardner will play with Zaitsev. Then it's likely that Carrick will be in that bottom pair. And then you've got Rosen yep. and Polak, who's there on a PTO, hasn't played yet. You got Travis Dermott. Um, you got Borgman. You got Marinchin. I mean, they're pretty deep there, so they're in. They're in good shape. Yeah. Now you just got to go play, and and everybody's excited to see them. I think. Seems like everything I've read, uh, Mike Babcock is pairing Rosen with uh, Carrick the whole time 
almost like, yeah. yeah, he's got a spot, really, or he wants to see what he can do. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I, th- I think yeah. probably leaning to he's got a spot, but wanting to see what he can do yeah. with the player that he would be playing with. Um, another guy to keep your eye on, maybe not at the start of the year, but if the Leafs make a move and they call up a young guy, it might be Carl Grundstrom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Babcock loves him. I loved him at the World Juniors. He's feisty. He can skate. I think he's got some pretty good offensive skills. Uh, to me, he's you know he will replace Komarov um, when Komarov moves on. Right, right. W- whether it's through trade or at the end of the year through free agency. Any chance the the Leafs go and re up JVR or Bozak before UFA status? I don't see it. No, let, let, let they let them both go. Well, yeah, let, I mean let go the reason I don't yeah. see it is they're gonna they're gonna need the cap room. I mean they're gonna have yep. to sign Nylander at the end of the year. Um, you know we're, we're talking about Grundstrom. Um, you know they've they've also got uh, Kasperi Kapanen around. They've got Josh Levo around. Like what are they gonna do with all these guys? Yeah, and it, with Marlowe here for two years after this. JVR is probably a luxury that they don't have to have. Mm-hmm. Um, if they feel that they're solid enough with Matthews and Kadri, I don't know why they wouldn't. Maybe Bozak's a luxury they're not going to be able to keep because they they're going to have to throw out some big dollars here in the next sure. year or two. And uh, Austin Matthews will get a lot of attention this year. Obviously, he'll get the number one D pair. He'll get the, the checking guy. Um, any reason for you to – I mean, maybe he doesn't get 40 again, but uh, – I mean, he'll fight through it, right? He's, he's... I, yeah, I have no concern, really, about him. I, yep. You know, McDavid sees the number one defenseman. Matthews will see the number one defenseman. I, I think he's a terrific player. Two things to look for with the Leafs, though, is, as I mentioned, they don't have any goaltending depth behind mm-hmm. Frederick Anderson, who had a terrific year last year. Also, they had nine players play 82 games last year. Yeah. I find that unlikely. Tough to to, yeah, tough to see that going again. You know, so mm-hmm. their depth will get tested. Uh, Josh Levo is a guy I've always liked. He's, he's scored whenever he seemed like he's been in the lineup. He's a big dude. Uh, he's exposed to – he won't uh, – he has to be put on waivers to, if he gets sent down. And you know how they hate uh, – they like collecting assets a la the New England Patriots. What do they do with this guy? Well, <laughs> they got a problem with him, really, yeah. because, I, you know, he's, he looks like he's an NHL player in mm-hmm. his limited games. And if they put him on waivers, somebody's going to take him. 100%, right? So yeah. maybe as they get near camp, um, he becomes part of a deal, or somebody else gets dealt. You know, I or maybe it seems Ray. unlikely that they would just let him go. <laughs> maybe he tears a tears a groin a bit, stretches a groin out, starts. Yeah, he's too young for that. Okay, all right, um, all right. Next up for that, uh, let's let's go to the Senators. Uh, the real surprise last year again. Uh, Eric Carlson skated, I guess, the other day for the first time, but he's going to be out for a little bit. But first of all, Ray, before we get too far, um, Brian Murray lost his battle with cancer, and I never met Brian Murray. Uh, didn't know him at all. Seemed like a hell of a nice guy. Uh, seemed like a real good dude, and a loss for the game. It is an awesome guy, a fabulous storyteller. Um, when you were sitting around with Brian before a game, and we'd run into him. And pretty soon you'd get into one story that led to eleven, and uh, yeah. I just, uh, I just loved listening to him. And mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we used to battle all the time. You know, he'd yell at me from behind the bench when he was in Washington, <laughs> and I'd yell back at him. And uh, probably not the best thing to do, but anyway, yeah, yeah. you know, it didn't really matter once all these years pass. And uh, Brian was a 
was a really, really good hockey man. And, you know, when he got diagnosed um, with stage four uh, cancer, um, he talked about, you know, he was very open about his doctor saying, you know, had he been tested um, 10 years ago, he wouldn't have been in the in the health predicament mm-hmm. that he was. Mm-hmm. And so he went and they did a feature with Michael Farber on TSN where basically they followed him around to his treatments. And mm-hmm. um, and as a result of that, um, like I know it spurred me to go get a test. Yeah. Um, I know a, a whole bunch of my buddies around my age, everybody was in going to get tested. Um, one guy that I know quite well, um, they actually found something. And it's a good thing he went, and they were able to treat him, and and he's fine. Oh, awesome. And so, you know, Brian's legacy will not just be of hockey. It will be that he helped promote sure. um, promote men's health. Yep. And, um, you know, it's it's a shame that he passed. He was yeah. just a good man. Seemed like he had a good sense of humor, too. Real funny sense oh, of humor. Oh, he, yeah. he, he, he found what he found funny, like – he would tell you if if he didn't think a player was playing very well, yeah. man, he would just, it was hilarious <laughs> how he would tell you. Um, so the stat guys think the Senators are going to be the regression team this year, uh, under for under 50% for the Corsi rate for them. But uh, and, and I mentioned Carlson. Uh, stat guys are not. Carlson's going to be a loss for a little bit. Yeah, I uh, I mean, a lot of things went right in Ottawa last year. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Craig Anderson left the team to be with his wife, who was undergoing her cancer treatments, and they pick up Mike Condon on waivers from Pittsburgh, and then he starts 27 straight games for <laughs> Plays him. out of his mind, right? You know, like, yeah. really? Who saw that coming? So a number of times they were in very tight games. They'd get a late goal, or they'd, you know, they don't, sometimes they don't look like much to watch. But everything they did last year was kind of between number 10 and number 20 in the league. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, maybe, so, well, even worse, I, you know, their goals for was 22nd. The power play was 23rd. Their penalty killing was 22nd. Their goals against was 10th, and they were second in the Atlantic. Like, none of that matches yeah. up. Yep. <laughs> and so that might be really difficult to repeat, in particular because, you know, as you mentioned, Carlson had ankle surgery, started to skate, but it's going to take him a little bit of time, I think, although he's just an amazing, amazing player. Mm-hmm. Um, in my mind, he's the third best player in the league. And um, I, I watch him a lot, and the more I watch him, the more I just marvel at him. Yeah. But they're, they're thin up front. Um, you know, they could use another guy to score. They, they lose Clark MacArthur because he doesn't clear his physical. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Derek Broussard had shoulder surgery. He's probably not going to be ready to start the season. Um, here's a good stat I came across. When Eric Carlson had a point, mm-hmm. he had one in 50 games last year. The Senators won 35 of them. <laughs> when he gets a point, they win, Just, basically. Yeah, right. Yeah. Huh. Um. And also, too, I'm guessing the Senators fans and Senators, they would like to see playoff Bobby Ryan and not regular season Bobby Ryan. Yeah, well, I don't think any, I don't think they have any desire to see regular season Bobby. <laughs> but had a lot of things on his mind last year. His mom passed away in the off season. Some guys, it's really difficult mm-hmm. um, for them. Um, I know when my dad passed away during the season, it was really, really difficult. Now I used it, I was able to use it kind of as a 
as strength, right? Um, Motivation. And yeah. uh, I had a, an excellent year. Um, you know, Bobby really struggled. Then he got to the playoffs, and he looked like he looked like Bobby Ryan, yeah. like how he should. I don't see why he can't score thirty goals. Yeah. I, I think he should. Um, every time I turn a Senators game on, Mark Stone's doing good things too. Another underrated oh, guy. He's good. He yeah. looks like a. He looks like an unmade bed. His hair's all <laughs> over the place. His helmet doesn't fit. He looks like he's falling down all the time. Man, that guy can play. He can. He is, yeah. Just a, yeah. he is a really, really good player. Um, all right, let's go into Boston. Uh, Bergeron, Chara, Marchand, all a little bit older. Uh, Pasternak just got a new contract. He's a he's a great pl- young player. McAvoy will be there for the full year on the back end. Um, Tuka Rask started strong last year, then faded a bit. Um, this might be my regression team, Ray, looking at them. Yeah, see, I, I don't I don't see them that way. And the okay. reason I don't, well, I don't if they get something behind Tuka Rask. Like, he cannot play every game all the time. Like, they, whether it's Zane McIntyre or Anton Hudobin, somebody's got to play 25 games. Yeah. And, and they, they've been kicking around the backup goalie position for a long time, and it just they haven't found the answer. It's the first full year for Bruce Cassidy. They've got some excellent young prospects. You know, you mentioned McAvoy. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that could win the rookie of the year. Yeah. Um, they've got Anders Bjork, who's a – in his rookie season from Notre Dame, he's going to get a chance with uh, with Bergeron and uh, um, and Marchand. Very fast, gets to the net, got some good hands. Uh, um, Forsbacka Carlson is a uh, Jacob Forsbacka Carlson is a center from BU. Mm-hmm. Um, they think he might be able to handle the third spot. Um, you know, so that that gives them more depth. They can move um, uh, David Backus to right wing. Bacchus needs a rebound. He didn't have a great year. They've got uh, Jake, De- Jake DeBrusque and Sean Corrali, a couple of young guys that are pushing right on the door. Um, you mentioned Pasternak. Yep. I, I think they're a pretty good team. I really do. I Now, they don't – Tory Krug cracked his jaw. I don't know. Saw that. I can't feel very good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's likely to be out, I would think, till the end of October. Um, so they're going to have to start – Without one of their best defensemen, you know, Bruce Cassidy says we're going to start with our best six to seven defensemen, whoever they are. So maybe that opens up an opportunity for a young guy like Rob Ogara, mm-hmm. who uh, they got from Yale. Uh, like he's a good player, but he never played before. Well, McAvoy hadn't played before either, and he yep. did just fine. You know, so very interesting. Yeah, yeah, the backup goalie. You're it was right. An interesting yeah. team. Kubobin, Kubot, Kubodin was not good last year. Not good whenever no, they ask them to step in. Yeah. Um, all right, Buffalo Sabres, next up. Uh, they'll be better just because hopefully Jack Eichel won't miss 25, 30 games, right? That'll be. Yeah, I mean, what, what a, <laughs> you're, you're a developing team, and, and that guy is out of your lineup for 30 games. Yeah. You're like, uh, how, do you, how do you overcome that? Well, so in Buffalo, I mean, they're, they're like a lot of teams that are trying to grow. I mean, they point to a position, and I'll say, yep, you bet they can, they can improve. Yeah. Um, uh, the power play was first in the league, though, so they got that. But, you know, where do they got to improve the most on the back end? Their blue line's a mess. Their, their goaltending was no good. Uh, they, got a, they got Nathan Beaulieu from Montreal. Um, they got Marco Scandella from Minnesota. Those are uh, – Scandella will be a big, hope, a big help, help for them. Yeah. They also got a Russian guy, um, uh, Victor Antipin, and um, people won't know him here. I saw him at the World Championships. He's good. 
He's a little spark plug. He can really skate. He can really shoot the puck. Um, another young guy, Brendan Gooley, uh, who played in the Western League uh, on the blue line. Um, he's um, um, he he could be a factor for them this year. Um, but what's Evander Kane going to be like? Yeah. Um, it looks like Sam Reinhart's going to go into the middle of the ice. Um, that gives if Reinhardt can play there effectively, that gives them Eichel, Reinhardt, O'Reilly, O'Reilly up in the middle yeah. of the ice. That's pretty damn good. Yep. Like I, with uh, they got they got Jacob Josephson uh, as well from the Devils. Um, I think with Phil Housley and the style he wants to play, I think they can be a team taking a big leap. Oh really? But okay. I do. Um, I don't know about the goaltender. I just yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to say, you know, they can, they can get enough goaltending. They brought Chad, uh, Johnson, Chad Johnson, Johnson back, yep. um, uh, to back up. And Johnson's had some, some pretty good, pretty good years. Yeah, you know, he's had, he had a very good year in, in, um, in Buffalo uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Then you know, I, I don't know exactly how you. Um, you know, you categorized last year uh, in Calgary for, for yeah, everybody. He had a nice but little Robin run. Robin Leonard yeah. doesn't yeah. do it for me. You know, like there's there's just too many too many holes for me in Leonard. And so he played a lot. You know, he, he you yep. know he played. He was in 58 games last year, the most he's ever played. Mm-hmm. He has to be good. He has to be. He can't. They don't have a good enough team that he can be. He can be um, average. All right, Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Jonathan Duran was their big, um, their big uh, guy. Oh, yeah. He's going to be starting at center. How do you feel about that, right? Well, he's um, he's played center in the past. Okay. He's played wing in the pros. So I don't know how he's going to do. I mean, I have no feel for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's an immensely talented player. Um. Puck skills, tenacity, um, just a highly skilled offensive player. I I think he will do well. Now, how he does in the middle of the ice, I I don't I don't know how he'll do um, at that position. Right. Um, you know, they they're going to keep Gelchenyuk on the wing. They are. Yeah. Was, need, that was my next question. You know, he needs to rebound and play. You know, he needs to get back to thirty goals. When I look at the Canadians, I'm like, how are the hell are they going to score? You know, and yet last year they scored in the middle of the league. Their goals mm-hmm. against was way down. They don't have Markov this year, so there's going to be a, a little bit of feeling out on the blue line. They got a Czech guy, um, uh, Yerabek, uh, who's seven years in the Czech league and one year in the KHL. They expect him to play on the blue line. They brought in Carl Alsner. Yep. Um, that's a big. That's their big addition. Um, be interesting. Yeah. Be interesting to see. I uh, I don't think they're a high powered team, but. They're not going to give up enough goals to be out of anything. Yeah. Well, Alls are definitely not the same offensively as Markov, you know, but pretty solid D guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes, oh. but the offense isn't there. Yep. Not um, the same. So I, I'm curious because I don't really it, – it seems like there's a – you know, the way Claude Julian likes to play, there's a real tilt – to playing a defense-first style of play. He wants them to hunt the puck. Yep. He wants them to uh, to get on it, to chase it, to, you know, like to be aggressive. So it's not a passive defensive style, but it's more defense than offense for sure. 
I'll tell you who I'm interested to watch, and I think uh, Mark Bergevin is trying to replicate his Alexander Radulov signing by getting Alice Hemsky, who is I'm, I'm a Hemsky fan. Yeah, like so he's I guess he's been uh, he's up in front playing the top uh, getting lots of ice on the wing for the couple of line, up in the top lines in the training camp and preseason. So yeah, I mean that's where he should play. Right, injuries have decimated his career, but he's a very talented player. Um, I think he. He's more involved than um, than people think, you know. Like he's not he's not going to crash around, um, but he tries hard. He's I think he's I, I think he gets um, maligned rather unfairly, and I and I think yeah. he can have a good year in Montreal. Yeah, like can he be Radulov last year or something close, something close to? No, that. he won't be Radulov, but I think okay. he could get forty five points. Yeah. I think. And also, too, our our guest we had last year, Bren, uh, Brendan Gallagher, not a good year. Uh, you're right. Yep. He's got to yep, be done. You're right. He, he's, he, I mean, I think he had six goals last year, something, something like crazy that. Yeah. like that. Broke his, he broke his hand again, and, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't going well And um, you know, prior, and um, he, he just needs to get back on the beam. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, let's get to Tampa Bay. Now, we talked about Duran. Uh, they traded with Tampa Bay. Uh, Sergachev uh, was their uh, um, their haul back on, for the defenseman. Because he makes the team, right? He's been like the number one oh, prospect. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they got they got Dan Girardi. They got mm-hmm. Sergachev to add to their defense. Um, you know, Chris Kunitz is from Pittsburgh. Yep. Um, they brought him in. Oh, yeah, they added Stephen Stamkos, too. Kind of, right? You know, sure, yeah. Yeah, you know, like that's a, that's an addition right. to them, and so Tyler Johnson's healthy. They've got Kucherov, Kalorn, Ryan Callahan's back. I think this is Andre this is Pallott. my team yeah. that I'm going to pick yeah. to beat Pittsburgh if somebody's going to beat Pittsburgh. I think Tampa's an excellent team. Yeah, it seems like John Cooper's a good coach too. It seems like he's a really good coach. Um, but no, no Ben Bishop, so Andre Vasilevsky has to carry it. Yeah, I, I, since I saw him in the World Junior Tournament as a 16 or 17 year old, yep. I've been a big fan. I, he looks like a number one goalie. He mm-hmm. is a number one goalie. Um, I think he will do fine. I think he is going to be just fine. Uh, one of the things I put on my notes here is uh, you talked about Dan Girardi. Does he have anything left? Like the Rangers bought him out, right? Well, he's so. got what he's got left is to be a third pair guy. Okay. Yeah. But he doesn't have. He's not the old Dan Girardi that used to. No, yeah. not even close. Right, not right. even close. You know, like they're last year they had to play about a third of the year with no players, and all these young guys <laughs> got all this experience, and they found a couple of players like a little guy, Yanni Gord, had an outstanding last month and a half. They signed him to a an extension. He'll likely be make the team. So you know, like um, they just didn't know about what they had. Well, they had to find out because they didn't yeah. have any other players. So I'm um, I'm thinking Tampa healthy is you're, a very dangerous team. You're on the bandwagon for them as much yeah. as you could be. Um, all right, Detroit Red Wings, uh, 25 years in the playoffs, and it ended. So the rebuild begins, I guess. Uh, Peter Morazic was not good last year. They left him exposed to Vegas, but he was very good the year before, whereas Jimmy Howard was not, and now last year Jimmy Howard was better. Um, they've got uh, uh, Anthony Mantha. they got uh, Dylan Larkin. Zetterberg still there. But, Ray, this is just um, the, the rebuild has kind of started. Oh, it, it has for sure. Yep. And you know, there's, there's, 
people that say, you know, they should blow it up. And what does that even mean? Blow it up means you still need players to play. But who are they going to trade? Yeah. If you look at their roster, yeah, no. they could trade Tatar, they could trade Nyquist, and who? Right. Yeah, everybody else they want to build with. You want to build with. You want to keep. Right. Like yeah. they, they're, you know, I mean, they signed Trevor Daly, and that's it. You know, it's not yeah. like they signed six free agents. Yeah. Now, they don't have Anthony uh, or Andreas Anthony Asiu signed yet. He's trying to push for more money. He hasn't been in camp yet. He's a really headstrong player. Um, his agent, um, Darren Ferris, has, you know, put the threat out that he's got an opportunity to play in the KHL. Yeah. Now, Darren Ferris also has Josh Anderson as a client in uh, Columbus. Yep. And uh, both of those guys are holding out. There was somebody last year, too. Same guy, same agent. I forget. Yes, I read about He had um, Tobias, Tobias Reeder. Was that it? Okay. And he held yeah. the KHL over their heads, and eventually Reeder signed in <laughs> Arizona. Yeah. Like, if he, if Athanasio was going to go, like... Yeah. Go. Go. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, the, you know, so it's pretty clear if, you know, he put this thing out, I've got an offer for him, and... Ken Holland, the Red Wings general manager, told them, I'm not negotiating against the KHL. I'm negotiating against comparables in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And so if if they thought the Wings were going to fold, they didn't. Now this threat's still there, but now nobody even takes it serious. They're like, well, then why didn't he go? Yeah. just And KHL has started up, have they not? Oh, they've played, I think they've played three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, but the Wings are in full rebuild. The, the problem the Wings have... Uh, a lot of their young guys are good players, no game changers. So you can say, why don't you tank? Mm-hmm. Well, because if you tank, there's no guarantee you get the first pick anyway. Yeah. Yeah, look at last so year. So what if you tank, lose the lottery, and get the seventh pick? Right. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny how that's worked out. I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but the number one, the worst, the worst team has not won the overall pick too many times since the lottery started. I think it's, it's probably 50-50, you know? So, um. Yeah, it sucks for them, too, for the uh, Illich family and Ken Holland. Brand new building, finally. The Joe is it gone. It fantastic, It does. By the way. Yes, it does. And, um, and you know, they're going to be rebuilding. So that's, that's just a little bit of bad timing. But, you know, hey, what are you going to do? Um, all right, the last team, Florida Panthers. Uh, Dale Talon is back in charge now. Um, no, well, they managed that all well, didn't they? <laughs> oh, Jesus. And who was their guy uh, that was their coach? Tom Rowe. Like, what happened to him? He's out. (laughs) I don't even know. Like, I don't think he's fired, though. I think he's still with the organization, but... I I don't know what he's doing, but, you know, I mean, they they really tried to bend everything to analytics. Oh, boy. It didn't work, and and I think... But this is what I think is important. People often ask me what I think of analytics. I don't think they're a crock of crap, but I don't think you can build a team around analytics. Right. I don't think you should build a team without analytics. You should marry the two. They each have their place. Now, here's something that analytics can do. You can go and watch a player, and you've got to watch him a dozen times mm-hmm. to see that, oh, yeah, gee, he turns the puck over a lot. Or you can look at analytics, and it can tell you. And so that can save you some time as you're doing support work yep. on what, what you're trying to do with your team. 
Florida tried to do everything the analytical way, and it it blew up on them. Now it didn't hurt, or I'm sorry, it didn't help that Jonathan Huberdeau and Alexander yeah. Barkov were hurt. Yep. At the start of the year, I mean, let's be honest. That analytics, non-analytics, um, they're not the same team yep. without those guys. Yeah, Huberdeau will be back. Uh, Huberdeau will be back. Uh, but they did lose 72 goals last year from Yager, Riley Smith, UC Jokinen, and uh, Marcelo. 72 goals off their total yep. from last year. So now they they brought in. Um, uh, Evgeny Dodonov, who had a very good year in the Russian League he, mm-hmm. in the KHL. He used to play in Florida. He went back. They hope he can replace Yager. Um, you know, health to Barkov, Uberdo, and uh, Scott Bukestad. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe they get a little a little healthier again. Um, and that maybe that's where some of the, you know, some of the offense comes from, you know, to replace those 72 goals. Right, like yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. gotta, you gotta get it somewhere, and um, you know. By the way, I said Scott Bukes said I played against. Yeah, Scott you meant yeah, you, you meant it's his, Nick Bukes his kid, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's time gets jumbled around, and so <laughs> so if Bedonov can do, you know, can give them fifteen to eighteen goals. If Bukestad can do the same, that adds. There's thirty. Uh, Dennis Malgin was a, a young guy who I thought they rushed along. He got six goals last year. Uh huh. What if he gets 12? You know, Barkov sure. ended up with 21. What if he gets closer to 30? I mean, you can wedge those goals back. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Roberto Luongo, James Reimer in goal. Yep. Um, you know, will you know, they're, they're solid there. And then they, they brought in also Radom Verbata. Uh, there's a Finnish guy, Henrik Hapala, that they have high hopes for. See see what he does in his first year, and then they have a new coach, first time coach in Bob Bugner. So, Florida is an interesting team. They've got a lot of talent, um, I believe. What they did do, which I thought was pretty interesting, was they had seven guys, including Riley Smith and Jason Demers, signed through the 2021 season. Seven of them. Yeah. And like, so here you they've go. broken up that logjam contractually. I think that was very important for them to do. It gives them some flexibility. Yeah. The Jason Demers trade was a little out of nowhere, right? A little bit odd to come out that way late, and, you know, before camp. Yeah, right? late yeah. in camp. I, you yeah. know, Arizona wanted to, you know, liked Demers. And yeah. uh, Demers was an analytic signing for Florida. Yeah. For yeah. sure. So they, you know, they get Jamie McGinn for him. And, um, you know, so they... Again, it's it's all part of change in direction sure. in Florida. You know, I mean that's that's what's happened. Um, all right, well there we go. That's the Eastern Conference. So you're big on Tampa Bay. You're okay yep. with Boston. Yeah. You're you're okay on the Rangers, and you like Carolina, like sort of, you know, yeah, obviously like Pittsburgh, like Washington. Yeah, outside of the yeah, outside of the and and Toronto. I do like Toronto, but I, you know, it seems a bit ahead of them for mm-hmm. me to say, oh yeah, that's a Stanley Cup contender. Yeah, I just, just uh, I think, you know, another, speaking as a Leaf fan, another year in the playoffs and maybe get to the second round, you know what I mean, or whatever. Then sure. Just, yeah, I mean, it's just, not it's yeah. not easy, right? No. No, I, I do like Willie Nylander to, to be really, really good this year. I guess that's not a hot take, really. But no, I, 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 I they're, find, they're excellent young players, and we'll see where, where they can go to this year. I just find everybody so much in love with Mitch Marner, and he's good. But Willie Nylander, to me, is, is, is really, really great. Um, 
All right. Sounds good, Ray. Well, the season opens up next week, man. So, uh, yeah, it'll be yep. exciting to see. Time to enjoy the last week, and, yeah, uh, and then it's full steam ahead. And your schedule just picks up from there. So. Yeah, that's okay. It's good <laughs> to go to work. Even though I'll be bitching about it by the end, it's uh, it's good to go to work. Yeah, that, that and the radio hits just every single day. They wear you. me down. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. And uh, again, uh, at Paul Pocky on Twitter, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. You'll get these each and every week. Leave us a review, everything else. And uh, we'll have the great Ray Ferraro talking hockey. Looking forward to it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And thank you, Ray. You betcha. Thanks, everyone. We'll, uh, we'll hit at you next week and uh, let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. And if you'd like, if you've got some ideas or criticisms we'll take those too but uh let us know what you think because uh we love doing it awesome thanks ray later